During the last few years, we've ventured into a lot of different fields. And we've had the opportunity to meet and work with a lot of wonderful people. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. Welcome to another episode of The Walt Daily. This is episode 67. And for those who don't know us by now, we're a Disney couple. One of us is a Disney fanatic. One of us is Disney challenged. But somehow, we've made a way to make this relationship work. Yes. All the way through another Disney trip. Yes. Amazing. We survived. We. You survived. It was hard. It was a a hard day. Well, I guess we'll get into it. Yeah. (laughs) Don't spoil it for me. (laughs) But let's jump into headlines. Okay. My first headline, Pixar is releasing a new series of shorts called P- Pixar Spark Shorts. It's a tongue twister. Okay. And they're going to be highlighting new filmmakers, new techniques and things that that are going to be very innovative. Great. But I really want to point out one of the first Pixar Spark Shorts that was released is called Pearl. Okay. And I feel like... I can't even, I don't even know where to begin about this short. So it's about a pink ball of yarn who goes into the corporate world. And she is amongst the the group of, of corporate, the, the company is called Bro, of corporate men. And she's trying to fit in. And I don't want to spoil it because it's really, really good. And mm-hmm. I just want to point out Pearl is spelled P-U-R-L, which is a type of knitting technique. And she's a ball of yarn. Okay. So that in itself got me. So is this is Pearl the main character of all the shorts? No. So Pearl is the main character of this short. Okay. So she'll be in this one. Okay. <laughs> and then the other shorts will have their own story and characters and things like that. But if you haven't checked it out, I encourage everyone to check it out. I think it offers a nice light commentary on the type of workplace environment that um, some people might experience. Cool. Yes. And next headline. Okay. And uh, I wanted to save this one for last, but I won't because I know it's going to get you super excited. The Yacht and the Beach Club Resorts, which we stayed at the Yacht Club one time. You remember? Yes. Okay. Select rooms are now testing um, voice assistant devices in room. Mm, Smart. Including Alexa and Google Home. Um, How do they choose? How do they choose which one to do? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I unfortunately don't have uh, access to all those internal documents at the moment, but what <laughs> I can tell you is that it will probably help with things. Well, this is what they're, they're, that the reports are saying. The reporters are the reports are saying that it would help with something like bus times, like yeah, like Alexa, tell me what t- what time the bus is going to be here. Yeah. Yeah, smart. It, I mean, it's perfect. I think that's going to be very helpful, and I wonder if it even is going to have the feature like play Disney music. And you have access to a library of Disney music because you're on property. So why wouldn't you? But doesn't it have that anyway? Echo, play Disney music. The playlist, Disney hits on Amazon Music. Oh, it's playing. What is it? It's playing a part of your world by 
from a little mermaid. Oh. <laughs> Echo, turn the volume all the way up. Look at this stuff. Isn't it cool? <laughs> Would you think my collection's Echo. Oh my god. Stop. That's crazy. Okay. Well, but yeah, anyways. So they're gonna have to do you're gonna be able to do that now. Yeah, so you can do from that your in hotel, room. potentially <laughs> one day. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. It's only being tested at that resort, resort reportedly right now, but, I mean, maybe it's going to spread and trickle down into other resorts. Cool. So, yeah, it's exciting. My last headline. It's kind of a sports headline, but I don't know if you know this. The Patriots won the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert for anyone that <laughs> T-voted for some stupid reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, but the Patriots were actually, they decided to go to Disney World. Surprise. And mm -hmm. they were at Magic Kingdom for a parade. And you even said that you saw a picture of Tom Brady on Slinky Dog Coaster. Uh, that was your brother. I didn't say that. Oh. I never saw that. I was wondering. So I can't validate the truth of that. Well, I saw the picture. It is true. Okay. <laughs> I saw, I did see though that they were there. That was it. Yeah. So they made a quick turnaround time, win the Super Bowl at what, 11, be at Disney by nine. <laughs> yeah. And there was a lot of Patriots fans there. So I'm wondering if like some, they like knew or something, or is that normal? Like, the, do people normally go to Disney after the Super Bowl? Like, directly after? Does that happen all the time? So, the... I know they, it's, like, a big thing that they say it, but do they actually always go? They do. Yeah. All of them? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm trying to think of a time where they didn't, because even last year when the Eagles won, they were also at Disney. So, cool. there you go. So, but that's, but that's besides the point. Because what I really want to get into, and we have so much to go over, and I'm going to try to do it in a very efficient manner... Mm -hmm. Our trip report. Yes. We were recently at Disney World over the weekend for a long weekend, and we stayed on property. We had some good food, and Richie experienced Festival of the Arts for the first time. I did. So did. why don't we start from the beginning? So okay. we drove up. Yes. <laughs> in the car. We drove up in the car. We went immediately to Epcot, mm -hmm. where there's Festival of the Arts going. And I was trying to explain what Festival of the Arts is to Richie, and I was like, it's visual, performance art, it's, it's everything, it's just all art. Mm -hmm. And what did you take away from it? If you were to describe it to somebody who didn't know, like one of your friends, what would you say it is? Well, assuming that I'm, I'm explaining it to a friend that's from Miami. So Miami has become the kind of like an art capital of the world with something called Art Basel, Miami. And that is like a huge festival where like you walk in and like look at galleries basically mm. in the area called Wynwood. So if you're from Miami, it's basically like Wynwood, Art Basel, just in Disney. But if I was explaining to someone that was not from Miami, I would tell them that it's basically there's a bunch of different booths that are there that mm. you can walk into and see art painted by Disney artists that are Disney inspired and like Disney-esque that are there. Yeah. And they also have like performing arts, like the statue people. And then they have the coolest thing, though, that that I think people would probably enjoy. And I don't know what it's like to sign up for this, but that the first thing that we experienced was the uh, teaching, like the crafts teaching, the florist thing. Yeah, the seminar. So Disney yeah. Floral and Gifts hosted a seminar that we were not a part of, but we spectated on. We were a part of that. Like we just <laughs> snuck in and just stood behind it. We didn't do any of the floral stuff, but yeah. it was really cool. Like about how to do a floral arrangement in a mug. It was yeah. pretty cool. And they would like tell you all these different, all these different facts about Disney, which we learned a bunch mm -hmm. of stuff yeah. from that that we did not know about. Because mm -hmm. I feel like they were getting facts like really from the woodworks, like 
I know, like from the source. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what from the woodwork means? I don't I don't know. I just I thought I used that right. Oh, I don't know. From the woodworks means it's like from far, far away, I think. Really? Yeah. I feel like that's not right. Anywho. Anywho, well, the reason why we stopped, and this seminar was held in the Odyssey building, which is kind of like just before, it's like right after Test Track, before World Showcase, kind of by Miles Gear, it's kind of just off to the side. But anyways, we went in there because there was something that I wanted to try from the menu there, because Festival of the Arts is kind of like food and wine, where it has specialty booths that you can go and sample offerings that might not normally be there. And so this particular booth in the odyssey had a beer and popcorn pairing which sounded which it sounded delicious and it tasted delicious and then we just happened to stumble upon having it be the the flower seminar mm-hmm. which you can sign up for like if you plan ahead which we did not plan ahead as usual to, to richie's dismay mm-hmm. well if it dismays you so much then you should help i don't have time to plan disney trips okay well, <laughs> it's just no shot <laughs> <laughs> As, anyways, so we were there, and then we met up with Matthew and Michelle, and we went to uh, towards World Showcase after that. And that's where we ran into the living statues that you were talking about. Yes, which were which were really cool. How would you describe them? Like, what they're do like, they do? They're those things that like they move. They don't they don't move much, and then all of a sudden they'll move, and like you'll get freaked out. They all had their eyes closed, which was interesting. Yeah. And they still did stuff. We have we have a video that we have to post on there. Yeah. Right? Because we didn't post it yet? You no, not posting yet. your story or no? Not yet. Okay. We got to post that soon. And, um, but yeah, those things are cool. I think they had like water, earth. I don't know. Didn't they have different categories like wind? Yeah. I forget what they were. It was like water, wind, <laughs> and fire, I think. I All saw. I saw was like copper, <laughs> silver. Like yeah. I just saw the colors <laughs> that they really were cool. painted. Yeah. It was really cool. Um, and that was kind of by the fountain of nations. And then when you walk towards world showcase, that's when we kind of started to get the part of the art, art part of like the, the visual art part of the festival. Well, that was everywhere. It was definitely everywhere. Um, and you get to see all these different interpretations of Disney characters doing things or not doing things. They could just be paintings. I mean, imagine every type of visual Disney art that you could possibly imagine that can appeal to, they have something just for everyone. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of things that I wanted to buy, but yeah, some of them are really, <laughs> some of them are really expensive and like, uh, you know, like over a thousand. And then, but the cool thing was is that the artist was there also. Mm-hmm. So like, it wasn't just booths with, you know, random paintings. It was like a booths by a specific artist. Yeah. And then that artist would be there like to sign it and potentially, and then they had people drawing like, yeah. On spot, which I feel like was a crazy amount of pressure. Some dude was just there drawing dolphins with people watching him. Yeah, for the Wyland like, Galleries, which has a pretty big presence in Disney. They used to have pres. I don't know if they still have a presence at the Polynesian Resort, and then I, I know they do at the Boardwalk. But anyways, but yeah, the artists were there. So even the the artist who took over Thomas Kincaid, who's they're pretty popular. They do a lot of different. Um, uh, I want to say vistas, <laughs> wide vistas of different Disney um, movies. Well, he was there, and I think we ran into him, and you were like, oh, taking a break? Like, you chatted with him for a, a split second. You remember that? Is that guy famous, like, real famous? Um, well, I don't know his name off the top of my head, oh, so. Well, but Thomas Kincaid about... is, like, famous. Oh, but that wasn't the guy I spoke to? No, because Thomas Kincaid has passed away. Oh, okay, gotcha. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I talked to some dude. I saw him, like, I saw him sitting, and then he walked away, and I was like, they gave you a break? But, yeah, 
super nice people. Yeah, definitely. Um, another part of the visual arts kind of chapter or portion of the festival is the chalk art. Literally like sidewalk chalk art, but nothing that you and I would be able to do or our children. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for the chalk art thing because it rained. It did end up raining at the end and of the it ruined, day. It ruins the ones that were not fit to survive rain. But Some I, survived. If you're a chalk artist, though, I think you know that it's temporary. Yeah, but I don't know. It's pretty devastating. One cool chalk art that they had was one that it was like Emily, I think. And it was like Emily and Epcot guests. So it looked like they allowed other people to draw certain squares. And then Emily like came in and like did her thing over it. I thought that was cool. I would like to be a part of that one day. Yeah. So it was like. But if it rains, I'm really upset. Guests would have different like little individual squares that they could contribute. Mm -hmm. And then Emily did like it was a Minnie Mouse in space on a moon of cheese. Over them, it was really cool. So, So a lot of Disney characters and the chalk art, and then some not Disney characters, just some like interesting things to look at. So, yeah. Now, aside from that, like I was saying before, the food is a really big deal at this festival. And here are some of my favorites because we can't, I mean, can't really go over everything, or else we'd be here all day. Is some of my favorites were the mushroom risotto which is kind of close to where Canada is. It's like one of the best things I think that in any Epcot festival, for sure. And then the almond fragnap, fragnapan, fragnapan cake um, is also very good. And then the beer and popcorn flight. Those were my top three things that I had at the festival that day and that I would 100% get the next time I'm there too. So yeah. We did not see the Disney on Broadway. No. No. I mean, in terms of crowd levels, it was not as crowded early in the day, but then it got crowded, I think, towards the evening, like prior to when the rain started. It was definitely like a little bit more busy. Mm -hmm. Oh, something I forgot to bring up, the paint by number, where you Mm -hmm. get literally a number of paint. And I was 11. Richie, what was your number? Uh, four. Okay. I don't, need, I don't think you know. That's, I'm super confident I was four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you literally get to paint by, the, you go to this large canvas that has all these different numbers and it's going to, it's something that all the guests all day contribute to. And by the end of the day, it's painted. But the thing is, I think because of the crowd level, it got to that point where they told us when we got our little paint cup, two squares only, two squares only. Oh, so they don't do that all the time? No, last time I got to paint like six squares. Yeah, because that was going to be a complaint of mine. That you only like, got to paint two yeah, squares? Yeah, I, I felt like I didn't do anything. <laughs> like I felt like I just walked by, like touched it and walked out. <laughs> it wasn't fun. Sir, sir, that's two and a half. Yeah. No. Richie was complaining that I didn't stay in the lines. Yeah, her painting's terrible. Like it's, it's just a square. And the thing is, a line. Like, how did you not stay in the lines? It's just If anyone looks at it and it looks really bad, it's probably because people like her paint on it. You know what? You should be allowed. They should do like a test run first and see that you can do it and then let you go in. Like an audition? Exactly. (laughs) You have to audition before you. (laughs) Yeah. You would have not gotten in. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, you can enter. Ma'am, step aside. (laughs) Give me your paintbrush. (laughs) Give me your paintbrush. (laughs) Yeah. So... Um, the only ride we rode was the, um, uh, 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 the, the, come on words, use your words, (laughs) 
the ride in the Mexico Pavilion with the Three Caballeros. So that's the only thing we did really in terms of attractions. But I feel like it was still a very fulfilling day because I feel like we got to see a lot of the festival, which is what we were there for primarily. Mm-hmm. And how could I forget? I started my Press Penny collection. Yes. Which I have here on my table. My lovely Pressed Penny booklet that Michelle got me, thank you. Mm-hmm. And we were able to get a few pressed pennies and from Epcot, which is awesome. And I also have a churro coin case. I'm pretty sure it's a pencil case, but I put coins in it instead. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> for, for all of my pressed penny adventures. So yeah, let's move on. Okay. When we left Epcot, we went to go check into Coronado Springs which is where we were able to get a hotel reservation through a third party at the very last minute, which is awesome because I feel like we never stay on property. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're never there for more than a day. So this is awesome because we were there for two nights instead of just like nothing, no nights. Yeah. What did you think of the uh, Coronado Springs? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought it was... I thought it was good. It was, the design was really cool. Mm-hmm. I like the walking area around like the lake, which is terrifying because they had a sign, like you can walk really close to the water. And then they have a sign that says, careful, like alligators and snakes. I was like, this is super scary. Because <laughs> at any moment, those things could strike. I don't know. That's, that's, a, little, that's a little scary. But well, the walking area is cool. Yeah. So cor- short walk. We were, I felt like we were like all the way at the other end and it was like a short walk to mm-hmm. the main cafeteria in like lobby. Like yeah. And so Coronado Springs, it's themed like a Mexican villa resort type of thing. But it looks like Morocco. Richie was very confused. <laughs> like even though there was mariachi music playing through the background, he was like, is this supposed to be Morocco? <laughs> That's what it That's looked like. Sorry, I don't know. I've seen, I've seen Mexican housing. It doesn't look like that. Have you seen Morocco housing, though, to be able yeah, to qualify it that? it looks more like that. Oh, please. <laughs> Maybe the color stories are pretty similar. I could see that. Yeah. But but anyways, so the room was very nice. So even though the, the, the resort itself is undergoing a big construction project right now because they're building like a, a convention tower, but the rooms have been completely renovated. So there was nice hardwood look laminate floors. The bedding was really white and crisp. The vanity in the bathroom had um, double sinks, large shower area. It's a really, really nice room. And we had a Mickey towel animal, which like made my night when we got back. Mm -hmm. So I think overall our stay there was very nice. The, um, the bus stops are pretty convenient, which I did have to ride the bus while we were while we were there, which we might get into a little bit in a second. Um, the bus stops are convenient. The cafeteria area, quick service has a lot of options. And um, yeah, so overall, I think our stay there was really, really nice. Yeah. Oh, and something I did want to bring up, the Disney bath products. So the, the H2OC, whatever the Disney bath product brand is called, I forget off the top of my head. Um, so... The Disney bath product brand. So now like there was a kind of an outrage when they switched from like the small individual shampoo, conditioner, body wash or whatever to the large bottles that they can just refill by housekeeping um, because people wanted to take them home. But I completely think that it's a great move by Disney because as someone who requires a lot of conditioner, I would go through those little tubes before I would get the chance to take it home. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, so I'm just going to leave that there. And then one more thing about housekeeping <laughs> since I brought it up. Okay. Tell us what happened about housekeeping. Oh, they, it's optional now. Yeah, so housekeeping. Or, or like, I guess not optional, but kind of because they said you can opt out yeah. and get 10 bucks. Did you use the $10 I sent you? No, I didn't because I didn't buy what, what I was going to because mm. I didn't get the chance to. Well, they give you $10 to use at Disney, which now we have to wait a whole long time to use it again. <laughs> Someone didn't use it. Hopefully it doesn't expire. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, they let you opt out. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So we got to opt out of housekeeping, got a $10 gift card, and pretty nice. Mm-hmm. So anyways, so the next day we went to Hollywood Studios, and that was Super Bowl Sunday. Here I am waking up in the morning thinking, let's go to Hollywood Studios. It's going to be awesome. Probably everybody's going to be watching the Super Bowl. There's not going to be, it's going to be an empty day at the parks opposite. It was, it was so crowded. It felt like it was so crowded. Really? Well, did you see people at Patriots jerseys around the time of the Super Bowl? Yeah. Posers. <laughs> has to be, you have to be a poser to do that, I feel like. Well, I don't, I don't know. You shouldn't even let those people in, really. <laughs> it's like, or, like make, or at least let them in early, but then you got to get kicked out when the Super Bowl starts. So what are you doing wearing a football jersey? You're not even watching the Super Bowl for your team. Well, maybe the fan, maybe the fan of the family knows that it would be better to stay together than to split up and spend their Disney vacation together, and that's why, even though they're fans, they were at the park instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a selfish family. Then no, Super Bowl happens once a or year, or it's a selfless a specific time family member. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Well, something that we experienced that had nothing to do with the Super Bowl was a lot of tour groups. Oh, yeah. So there were a lot. They're all the same. I know. It looked like they might have been from Brazil. (laughs) Or in a place where they speak Portuguese. Yeah. Because that could be Portugal. That's true as well. Um, But anyway, so a lot of big groups of of tour groups, and they kind of inundated the park, especially early in the morning. Um... Something I do want to step aside, for breakfast that day, we had Joffrey's, like the cinnamon rolls, so good. Mm -hmm. I would say the perfect breakfast is a Joffrey cinnamon roll and a cup of coffee. It was amazing. Yeah. But anyways, so we did standby, which is, you know, when you don't have a fast pass for rock and roller coaster. Richie was really, really upset about that. Yeah, it was 80 minutes. It really didn't. It felt like 90 minutes. Well, it didn't total to be 80 minutes. (laughs) But it felt like 90, which is the worst part. Can I just... move a lot. I did a flash briefing on this where we... I, I say, why waiting in line is sometimes not that bad? And I prefaced it like unpopular opinion. Waiting in line is sometimes not bad. Look at all the stuff that you got to catch up on. You got to catch up on your Twitter, your news, your Instagram, all of that. Yeah, but we could have been doing other stuff but, at Disney because I could have done all that stuff at home or at the hotel room. But why would you... No, because you were doing other things at the hotel room. You were like, you know, cleaning up, working on your computer. It, it, it's not possible. But anyways, so we did Rock and Roller Coaster, which is always exhilarating. It's so exhilarating every single time. Yeah, that's good. And you, you can't beat it. Um, and probably the... I think my favorite... Or my thoughts on your favorite part for the day, we're going to the Incredibles oh, yeah. Municiburg block. There's some dude there that's a, a very talented individual. I wish I got his card. He's he's good. So let me give some context. So currently the Incredibles is having like a city block out of there where the Incredibles live. 
um, that has like a neighborhood bakery. It has an Edna Mode experience, which is like a gallery of her super suits and you get to meet her. And they also have like television reporters reporting live from the Municiburg city block with the Incredibles there. And so you're talking about the reporter. Yes. The reporter was just super funny. Like he was very, it was like he was doing improv with his reporting. It was really, it was really funny. Yeah. So the streetmosphere there is really, really awesome. Mm-hmm. I think that if you're able to go to Hollywood Studios before September 30th, which is when this is supposed to end, supposedly, then you have to seek him out and try to get to interact with him or at least watch him interact with other people because it is hilarious. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll like ask you about like just anything. Like I remember one of them was like, he's like, oh my God, breaking news. Some girl was wearing like a shirt that like, it was like cut open by her, um, by like her shoulders. And he was like, oh my God, breaking news. This woman had her sleeves stolen. <laughs> <laughs> Who stole your sleeves? Yeah. yeah, super funny. Yeah, it was super funny. Um, he made like a similar comment about um, another girl's like pants having like tear, like tears at the oh, yeah. knees. And, he, and she's like, who did this to you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It so it was a lot of fun. Um, and then you saw Toy, Toy Story Land for the first time. I did. We didn't get to ride anything, no. Mm. But it's fun to just walk around and be there. Yeah, it was cool to see the drummers. That was probably the cool part, the cooler part of it. So the army, army men drums. Yeah. Yeah. The detail was nice. I like the connects railings. Mm-hmm. Those were cool. Yeah. The slinky dog's funny because it's like, it's um, the same face that they had the whole time. Like I don't know, it's just funny just seeing that face just not like change smile at you like yeah. as it turns a corner. And then people scream. Like, the funny thing I think about Slinky Dog, like, the the actual, like, Slinky Dog face is because it always looks like Slinky Dog's looking at you. Mm-hmm. Like, it always looks like he's looking at you no matter what corner he's turning. So mm-hmm. I think that's hilarious. So after that, we went back to the hotel, and I went to go see my brother, and you went to another Super Bowl party, and that was it. Yeah. And that was the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, I don't... What Disney ads did we see for the Super Bowl? There was a Toy Story teaser trailer that was released which is heavily available online so go check that out that was after the super bowl though Mm, i think i missed that i missed that part yeah you're probably on your way back home Mm -hmm. back to the hotel so the following day so after a very restful night at coronado springs the following day i went to animal kingdom and you Mm -hmm. had to go to a meeting for work Mm -hmm. so i was alone yeah and it was awesome I had the best day at yeah, Animal Kingdom. Because I wasn't there. No, it's not even about you <laughs> not being there. It's just like, you know, and I think anybody who's a Disney fanatic might understand this. When you are alone at the park, you can take, you can really take your time to appreciate the minor mundane to some details that you might not get to because you feel bad that we're not doing this ride, doing that ride, going to see this show or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't have to do any of that. My non-planning, like, was fine when I'm alone because I didn't have to worry about (laughs) Richie being entertained. (laughs) So a big part of my solo time at Animal Kingdom was taking in the sights and sounds of Harambe, of Asia, um, especially the sounds, the... African performers in in Harambe are amazing. So 
I saw there was a woman who was performing. I found out it's called a kora, K-O-R-A. It's a 21-stringed instrument that's like a harp, and she plays it, and it's just majestic to listen to, which you, the video is available on Instagram. Are you doing a flash briefing about that? I think I should. Because how do you know so much about that instrument? Because she said it. Oh, you talked to her? No, then during the performance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I interrupted her. Ma'am, ma'am. Yeah, how many strings is that? <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Counted. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the live music in Harambe was just awesome. Um, it was uh, a, a, It was super fun to just walk around, look at the posters, look up at the, at the different buildings to see how this one's called the Port of Harambe, and it's because it's supposed to be a port city, post-colonial revolution, all that. Mm-hmm. So it's super fun to, to just do that um, without having to worry about time, I guess. You know, like, that's it. And I so in terms of rides and attractions, I did do a single rider line for Everest, which was nice. I love Everest. Super fun. Re- really quick. But then here's where things got interesting. I was back and forth on the fence about doing single rider for Flight of Passage in Pandora. Because it was, it was like a 145 minute wait. And I'm like, did I say single rider? There's no single rider. <laughs> what I meant to say was like, get in line. Get in line by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> For like all the people. Yeah. yeah. That's, exactly what, that's exactly what it was. Ma'am, so. no holding the line for your family. No, no, it's just me. It's just me. <laughs> so at the end... I, I bit the bullet and I actually did get in line for this ride. Here's a tip. N- there's no bathroom. Go to the bathroom before you get in line because it's literally like going on a walking road trip. Like, <laughs> go to the bathroom. That's funny. A mistake that I made. I literally, I had to go trip. to the bathroom so bad for like the last, like maybe maybe 40 minutes into the ride. And I, I was so upset with myself because like right before I got in, I was like, oh, should I go? Should I not go? But I did. And it was really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the queue itself is awesome though, so it's it it does kind of go by, but being in line for that long can take a toll on you psychologically because you just wonder what the outside world is like. Mm-hmm. And here's a fun fact: you know all that preaching I just did about oh check your Twitter, your Instagram, look at all this stuff you can do in this day and age on your mm-hmm. phone. My phone was on 2%. So if you were following my Instagram story at the time, the reason why I did nothing during those two hours is because I had no battery on my phone. Oh, no. That sucks. <laughs> so I couldn't even like put on put pictures up about what the queue is, which yeah. is unfortunate. But the ride was fun. It's good. And I ate lunch at Satuli Canteen, which is delicious. It's the quick service there in Pandora. Yeah. I had like a tofu and rice bowl. Very good. Um but yeah, I think that the reason why my Animal Kingdom day was just so fun was because I could really immerse myself in all the stories and the music, just listening to not even the live music, just the background music in general and just kind of put yourself there. So it was really awesome. Mm-hmm. So after after my day, Richie picked me up at like a 10-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> He came to the pickup area and picked me up like he was picking me up from school. <laughs> yeah. And then we went to Disney Springs. Awkward conversations. Yeah, I'm here to pick up someone. I felt like a dad for real. <laughs> no, she's a grown lady. <laughs> <laughs> she's a grown lady. <laughs> so she's yeah. She's not five. She's not five. I wish I was. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had the no wrinkles, but anyways, so we went to Disney Springs where we ate dinner at Wine Bar George. Mm-hmm. 
It was awesome. Yeah. We got to meet George. We met the dude. Himself. Yeah. Super nice guy. Super charming. I'm, I'm such a spaz though, but <laughs> super charming. I, and I know what question I would have asked him. Like Richie was like, oh, of all the questions, you just asked to take a picture with him. And well, I'm like, no, the, the worst part is, is that like we talk as, as he's like on the way in, we're talking about it. Like, you know, okay. Like we, we asked him, you know, uh, that he was going to come by the table or whatever. And then we said, I, we asked Lori, Lori, so what are you going to ask him? Like, oh yeah. Like super calm. She's like, yeah, I'm going to ask him how the test was. Sommelier test. I was like, oh, nice. That's a good question. Yeah, because the master sommelier test is like this important test that only like less than 200 people have passed in the whole world. And yeah. he's one of them. So, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. And then he shows up and then like, you know, we say hi. He's, he asks us how his food is. And then Lori freaked out and just goes, can I take a picture with you? <laughs> and, then, and then she didn't say a word the rest of the time. <laughs> that was it. Like, it was the rest of the table talking to this guy. And you know what? Well, because I, I was starstruck. But, and then I think to myself this morning, I'm like, oh my God, a great question would have been like, of all the wines to pick, how did you pick all of these, these specific wines to put on your menu? Yeah. Just to see what he would have said. My God, uh, that's why I'm sending, I'm such a spaz. It's okay. Well, hopefully we'll go back and meet him again. But. Yeah. And he'll be like, oh, this girl. Yeah. <laughs> She's back. Not another picture. You want another picture? <laughs> <laughs> but overall, great experience. Colin, you're probably, you might be listening. If you're listening, you were an awesome server, super knowledgeable. The wines that we had were amazing. And we had a steak for two, Richie mm-hmm. and I. Yeah, the steak was enough. Like if you're going to go there, order, if you're two people, order one, like one of the plates there. But like if you're four people, don't just order one. They say it's from two to four, but like it's a large, it's, it's not a, it's not a crazy serving. Yeah. Well, the menu is like all shareables. So like tapas and things. Yeah. So this, it's like a 16 ounces worth of steak with asparagus and potatoes that they say can serve two to four. Richie's a big eater. So we got just for the two of us. Yeah. We brought the asparagus home. It's in my fridge right now. Yeah. I need it tomorrow. Yeah. So that was our weekend trip. Overall, this is probably one of the best trips I think we've had in a long time for me personally because it wasn't just... You were there for three days by yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it was. Of course it was. But no, I feel like a lot of times we just never get to drive up and like or drive up and stay. We're always driving up and then driving back and it's very rushed. And this time I feel like between being able to kind of take a breather in the middle of the day, like on Super Bowl Sunday, where we didn't have to rush around from this place to that place and then go back to the hotel and just Mm -hmm. relax. I think that that in itself was a breath of fresh air. And I thank you for experiencing it with me. Cool. You're welcome. Thanks. Okay. All right. You done? Yeah, that's all I got. Okay. All right, everyone. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed that episode. Uh, as usual, follow us on any of your social, favorite social media platforms. Uh, we'd love to connect with you there. Leave us a rating on iTunes if you haven't yet. And make sure to check out the flash briefings that are obviously on this channel, but also on, on the Alexa device. So add that to your flash briefing if you have one. Spotify. And Spotify. Anchor. And Anchor as well. Yes. Well, we hope that this brought a little bit of magic to your day. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye.
Sarva